Let's go. I'm a bulldog. So George, who hey, so All right, folks. This is going to be the most subtle, low-key introduction in the history of Before the Hedges. Hello, Facebook. Hello, YouTube. Let me introduce you to the Big Bear. Hey, Big Bear, say hi to everybody out there, man. Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> now, now, guys, we've got Kevian, the Big Bear Alexander, but we're all friends here, so we can call him the Big Bear. He's going to sit in on Before the Hedges tonight. You guys know you come to Before the Hedges every Wednesday night. Um, brought to you by Kroger to talk all things Georgia football. That's why our show is called Before the Hedges. And before the Big Bear gets between the hedges, you get to meet him and get to learn a lot about him right now. Um, little backstory: Bear, the Big Bear, is six foot three, uh, about three twenty now, but he wants to get down to three oh five as his senior. He's a Hey, Bear, how do you like this sounds? He's a state champion defensive tackle out of, out of, out of Denton High yeah. in Ryan, Texas. You like that state champion, Big Bear Alexander? That's pretty cool in front of your name. Yeah, it got a nice ring to it, Jeff. <laughs> so, uh, Big Bear, there's a lot of places we could start this conversation, but I, I want to I treat kind of people to how I got to know you first when I started trying to tell your story, and it was a tweet. And I think you said a lot there by, by saying very little. Um, and we've got a screen grab of this tweet, but uh, it basically says, if you knew my story, you'd be proud of me. And folks, that's the way we do it here at Dog Nation. We, we, we can tell you he's a five-star. We can tell you he absolutely mauls people in the A-gap and the B-gap, and he's living in the backfield, checking emails and all that stuff. But you got to know about where this young man comes from. And for Bear... Can you, can you take me through maybe the mindset and why you wanted to share that tweet and why that means something to you? You know, I come from a town, a small town called Terrell, Texas. Mm -hmm. So it's very easy to get in trouble and it's very easy to, like, make the wrong decision. So I was very influenced by, by adults and people that was guiding me in a way that I shouldn't have been guided as a teen. And... I say I say that to say if you knew my story, you would be proud because I have overcame a lot as a as a as a team. Now, Bear, I think uh, to me one of the most profound things an athlete has said to me in more than a minute is when you shared that story about how you know you've been through a lot. You've had some you've had some things in your life. You've had some people in your life that have had setbacks. And you kind of looked at that through the kind of the filter of your faith. You said, I believe you told me something like that. That's the devil trying to get at you. And mm -hmm. how did you carry that? How did you, how did you relate to that when things in your life weren't perfect and they were major hurdles and major pockets of adversity? How did you handle that? You know, I was building, I started building a close relationship with God. I started going, going to church more. I had, I had committed to a church and then I kind of just, I felt it. Like, I kind of knew that he was attacking me. So, I just, I felt like I need to get closer to the most high. Bear, Bear there's a lot of things uh, to discuss. First of all, I guess a lot of people are going, oh, wow, that's that guy. You know, Bear, I'm talking to a lot of guys that are in the class or not in the class that are thinking about joining the class. And they all say, man, I've seen his tape. Can't wait to hunt with him. Can you imagine playing with a big bear? Like, 
there's genuine excitement. And, and there, there are two kinds of five stars for me. There are five stars that look good on a class. And then there's the five stars that have some sort of gravity and they can pull other guys in. And I think on low key, you might not even know it, but I think you're doing that right now um, for a lot of guys in the 2022 class that I'm hearing from. But for, yes, for you, I guess I want to know to a really base question. You know, why was it Georgia for you? I remember we talked maybe October, November. I'm like, this kid low key really sounds like he's going to wind up at Georgia. But then you said, no, nah, man, I'm going to take forever. As long as it gets to take, I'm going to take. I'm going to commit last minute at a game. I'm going to take as many visits. I'm going to take as long as I can. Then all of a sudden you pull away. So, so, Jeff, with COVID and everything happening, it kind of made me, like, speed up my decision around that time. So, you take you take when I went, when I went and worked out in Georgia. That was 2019 of last year. So – like it was a, it was it was hot. Like it was like ninety some degrees, and my defensive line coach had on a sweatshirt, and we was literally grinding in ninety degree weather. And then you have Kirby Smart on a on a golf cart screaming, and just being in that moment and being around these these guys, man, it was it was surreal. So, and I say Georgia, why I chose Georgia because Kirby Smart is defensive minded. He was the defensive coordinator at Alabama when they produced defensive tackles and they won they won quite a few games. So I say that to say, and he actually played at Georgia, so he's not leaving there no time soon for no NFL job. Like I feel like he's comfortable with Georgia and he's comfortable with his staff and it just made sense overall. Now now Ben Bear, I was talking to your, I guess you, I'm going to call him your dad. He's a mentor. Yes, He's kind of a, a pillar or an anchor in your life. That's Tony Jones. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, listen, you know, because the one thing I hear from fans is they realize, man, you're all the way out there in Texas. And they, they wonder, okay, the Longhorns are booming. The A&M's great. And they're like, like, how hard is it going to be to hold on to Bear? And I asked your mentor, and he's like, well, it sounds like, man, he's changed his number. He was kind of fatigued with the recruiting process. He was ready to make that move. You told me that you're really, as an early enrollee, kind of close, really close in your mind to when you would have to make that jump anyway. Like, like, what, what, do you think, what do you think the chances are that you stick with Georgia? I mean, changing the numbers is pretty big because all those recruiting calls are harder to do now. Um, what do you think is the biggest reason why you, you, this commitment will stick? So I didn't I didn't shut out those programs because let's not get it wrong. Every I feel like every school is a premier program. It's a great place. But a lot of a lot of those conversations, it becomes deep. And I build a relationship with a lot of those guys that I'm still in contact with. And, and you know, we built we built some close relationships. So, but a lot of the schools that that came around last minute or that I wasn't so heavy on, I just directed them to my dad. So and I changed my number because a lot of them would go around him and didn't respect that, and they'll come to me directly. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just kind of kind of went off the radar. Tony said that he thought that Coach Nick Williams and Coach Scott, Travion mm-hmm. Scott, they, he basically, you know, got to know him or whatever. He's like, they sound like me. They seem yes. like me. They, they, I know that they will be in his ear – like I've been in his ear to make sure he succeeds. Is that is that a pretty good read on that situation? Absolutely, Jeff. I just told you it was 90-degree weather. Mm-hmm. Scott had on a sweatshirt, 
literally, I think sweatpants, if I'm not mistaken, and we were striking this sled and he was screaming in my ear, and that's exactly what my dad does. And then you take you take Coach Williams. I, I think he was around he was around at the same time and he was that fire was lit underneath him as well. Mm. So it just they sounded a lot like them and I know going all of these miles away from home, it felt like a home away from home. And being around those two young men, that's like that's that's the right fit. Tony also said that, you know, I guess the question here I'm looking at is when did you know it was going to be Georgia? And he kind of said that trip you guys took before signing day was like a let's make sure, let's try and find and see if anything's wrong or anything to hold off. And you couldn't find anything. And in fact, it. I think you came away with like hoodies and gear and all that stuff from the bookstore. But like, you know, for, for you, like, when did you know that, you know, Hey, this was a place. I don't think you knew when you were working out in that hundred degree weather and the man was yelling at you in the sweatshirt, but when did you know? So man, my mom, it was, I was, I think my sixth, seventh grade year. And my mom had took me to Atlanta. And she was dating this guy and it was just a whole family thing. And it all made sense. Like Atlanta is a place that my family loves, truly love. Like my auntie, she loves Atlanta. So that for them, just to see me sign my name on a dotted line or say I'm committed to Georgia, it put a big bright smile on all of their face. So I told my dad, I was like, you know, this thing, this window is closing. Like, where, where can I go? He said, choose one. And Atlanta was a place that I revisited. And I remember working out there and it just, it was, it was perfect. Checked every box really, right? Checked every box, literally. Uh, guys, if you're just joining us, that's Big Bear Alexander. He's on before the hedges here on dognation.com. Uh, we're talking about all things bear. Uh, we can take you through bear 101, bear 102, Bear 203. We maybe get some graduate level bear stuff in here right now, but I think, uh, I think, you know, the one thing that uh, it probably is going, Jeff, why do you keep calling this man the big bear? Well, I mean, that's one of my favorite parts of your story because this goes back, you said to like sixth, seventh grade, you're in middle school and your principal noticed something about you. And, but you've been called the big bear all your life, but like, Take us through the origin of that Big Bear nickname. So it's just, it's a name that I just felt like, like I honestly, truly feel like I look like a bear. So I kind of, I kind of put it out there a little bit and I was like, hey, call me this. This is what I prefer. And everyone just started calling me that. And it, it just started ringing around like my neighborhood and people that, that knew me. So my principal in the seventh, eighth grade, he was like, he was like, hey, kid. <laughs> he was just, everyone was calling me that. He was like, you don't necessarily have to look like one. He was just like, I think the rule was you couldn't have, like, tattoos or have facial hair. So he, he, he pulled me in his office and maybe cut it. Man, I'll never forget that. You were shaving in the bathroom, and then he moved into his office, right? Yes, sir. Now, Barry, you won't believe how many people, when I wrote that story, I got messages, and they're like, come on, man. You're, come on, man. He's not, he's not, you know, you were like six, what, six feet and 300 pounds in the seventh grade, right? And I understand, like, from a parent's aspect, it's like this, this big, enormous kid, 
around my baby. Like, if I had a daughter, I would feel the same way. Like, who is this giant, this big kid around my kid? So I understood. And, you know, it's something that didn't affect me at all. There you go. See, it makes you smile just hearing that. That's the big, yes, that's the origin of that nickname. He's got a logo already. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to take you back. We've mentioned your mentor, Tony Jones, a couple of times. In, in your own words, can you describe how that man has changed your life? Man, it's – I can't describe it. Um, he's, he's changed it a lot. You know, when we first – when he first came around, he seen that I was – I was doing a lot of fast living. I was – I grew up a little bit before my time and I wasn't the average teenager. And he seen that, he recognized that, and he was he was able to pull me in. He pulled me in his office and he said, he said, Do you wanna be a you wanna be a grown-up or do you wanna be a child? And when I asked that question, I was like, I wanted to be a child. From that point forward, I had a childhood, a true childhood. You know, th- there's so many ups and downs and arcs in your story. Like I was kidding, uh, Tony. I was like, man, this would make a pretty good Netflix miniseries one day, man, especially. Yeah, that's some good. We got some good content. And I think we're headed in that direction, man. Man, what are your goals for being at Georgia? You know, I'm going to go in and I'm gonna play early. This program, I feel like we're, we're going to win games. That's, that's, that's the standard. That's the goal. And. You know, most important, I want to leave with that degree. I plan, I anticipate on being a teacher. So, wow. if football doesn't work out, I would, I'll be at someone's high school, pouring it to kids like I was pouring to. I love that phrase because that's what it takes working with young people. You got to be genuine. You got to pour yourself into them. You can't be fake. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, like I've always, I've heard this story a million times. Find a teacher or a coach that will cut up with his kids and act a little crazy with his kids mm-hmm. and those players or those students will They'll follow. love you forever. That's right. That's right. They love you forever. Um, Bear, I want to, you know, I got to show these videos. I got to show these pictures. Now, Bear, please don't come on me over here in, in Georgia. I know you're a long way away, but we, we talk about happiness. We've talked about a joy. I want you to see these pictures of Bear, the big bear. Disneyland. Now, 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 Tony, get, you, my man Tony helped me out with this, but, like, Mike, I know our producer, Mike Carvel, is going through this right now, but if you ever wanted to see what the happy bear looked like in the teacups at Disneyland, I want you to check this picture out. You got you to pick – they didn't get ears on you, right? But they got ears on your shirt, right? No mouse ears, right? I don't remember, but I know this is an embarrassing moment. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Man, we're, we're not here to embarrass you. We're, we're, we're here to pe- make people think, man. We're here to make people smile. I think that's what we're here, here for. Yeah, um, uh, and then uh, what, do you, what do you remember about that trip to Disneyland? Because I know people take that for granted. But for you, I think that was your first trip there. Was that a, just a, a wonderful memory for you? Yes, it was something that I'll never forget. It was – I think that's every kid go. Like, I watched – I grew up watching Disney Channel, so – just being around that type of atmosphere and being in Florida itself is something I'll never forget. Being in a teacup and being around family, man, that's that's important. And those are those are times that you don't you don't forget.
Barry, I want to ask you, this is the last question of mine. Then I, I'm going to jump on Facebook feed and the YouTube feed and see what everybody has to ask you. But yeah, you had a great junior year, and that was a mini series in and of itself. You had to wait to get cleared. You know, you had a districting eligibility issue. You only played nine games. I think you've only played like, you know, nine games in the last two seasons of varsity football. Uh, what was that year for you? And I mean, I'm going to spoil it, but because we said state champion earlier, you went waiting to get cleared, to playing, thriving, excelling, hunting, and then a state championship. What was that like, man? What was it like going through that? You know, I felt free. I felt I felt unleashed. I mean, I felt released, and you no, know, it was it was an amazing feeling. Like I'm glad that didn't run except me to the family. I'm glad that I got to play around athletes like myself, and I couldn't I couldn't ask for a better group of guys to go out there and win it with, and I get another opportunity to do it again. And like I say, I'm released. Like. I'm no longer deemed ineligible. Like, I'm eligible now. And it's an amazing feeling, and, man, I'm ready to go hunt. Bear, what's the 2021 model Bear, senior year Bear, going to look like out there? Where, where are the new bells and whistles? Where are you going to be better as a senior? So, I feel like I done played – I done pretty much played in, in every scheme. You know, Terrell, I was a true nose. Skyline, I was – I was a nose, pretty much a four-hour, but that was on JV. I was just destroying kids, having fun, working my technique. And then this year, I kind of just – I got to get loose from a three technique, but I did it at 325 pounds. Terrell, I was 340 pounds. Skyline, I was around 335. And this year, I, I intend on doing it at 305. So I'm going to look a lot like Aaron Donald, but I'm going to put my hands on you as if I'm Fletcher Cox. So, man, it's going to be a regular season. I can just say, just what, sit back and watch the shows. What technique, what technique do you feel most comfortable at? Maybe a four eye, maybe a five. What do you feel most comfortable at? Anywhere from a zero to a five. I feel like I can play a stand-up end, a true end, DB if they ask me to drop in coverage. But anywhere from a zero to five. So, so Bear – now, listen, we talked about earlier, man, about how how we're here to make people smile. So I'm, I'm looking at these YouTube, YouTube comments right now. And look at this. This is a guy who, who serves our country, Elite GB. He said, since this thing started, I've been smiling. Um, some people say Michael Porter says you need a black, red, white, and gray jacket. Well, Michael, he's got more Georgia gear than probably you do already. He's got like he, – he's a ton. <laughs> um, Noah Sheldon says a teacher. Nice. Uh, Josh the Prophet says this kid seems like a legit good kid. I mean, DMMR42 seems like a nice, well-spoken young man. Glad he's a dog. I mean, these are just like this guy will be a beast day one. I mean – there are people now that said, I don't even pay attention to 2022 yet, but now they're going to pay attention to this class because the big bear is in it. Brandon Tarver says, enroll there and now. Love is maturity. Um, I mean, it's, it's a lot of people, Bear. Uh, you guys got a question on YouTube? Uh, now, a good one. Don't, don't ask him, like, who's the hottest woman in the world or anything like that. But um, you guys <laughs> – people are laughing. It's like they, they probably – 
he probably does have more gear than I do right now. Um, you know, we got a bunch of your highlights rolling. We got a bunch of your pictures rolling. Uh, you know, Bear, what do you think – what do you want people to know about the guy that's going to line up for Georgia? Like, when you line up every play, what's your mindset? You know, I intend on, on striking an opponent in front of me illegally and safely, but I'm going to get a knockback, and I'm, I'm going to chase this quarterback as if my life is dependent on it. So, yes, sir. Uh, Bear, what do you think is the best play on your tape? Best play you made as a, as a junior hunting for Denton Ryan. What do you think was your best play? You got a couple I really love, man. A couple. I of- have to say, I'd say my best play is, I think I, I took, I took my, I took my man. I, I pushed him at least four to five yards back. And my defensive end, Michael G., a kid with no offers, a kid that just loved to be around the program and, and hunt, man, he made the sack. And that was Longview game. I think he had three or four sacks. That was my – they named me MVP, and it was my biggest game as my breakout year. But I have to say that was, that was, my, that was my favorite play, a play that I didn't make, but I assisted. What else you got to say, folks? That, that was not a scripted answer. He didn't know these questions were coming. This is all our – ad-lib part, but if you want to know, some people have already said genuine, a real guy. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, <clears throat> you know, folks, when I, I learned that this guy was on, was thinking about Georgia and on his way to Georgia, I was just like, and folks, I've been doing this for a minute, but I was like, wow. And that was my first time on a plane. Like, me and my mother had drove. She drove the whole way to Atlanta. That was my first time on a plane. I was nervous as hell. My dad was like, sit by the window, sit by the window. I would not sit by that window. I felt like we was going to crash. and I'm still nervous to get on the plane the second go around, but I feel like over time I'll get comfortable with it. Now, Bear, another part of your story I want people to learn is I think you, you were in the car the whole time. I just hopped out and started, started competing and working, right? Yes, sir. Scott, I feel like that's that's where that from that day forward, that's where that relationship began. He knew we had been in the car for all of those hours. And it it surprised him. Like this kid came all this way and grinded with me. He say that to this day, this kid came and grinded with me. So man, to to have opportunity to do that again when all of this opened up and when I enrolled in January, it's, it's surreal. Um what did the coaches say when you told them you were coming? Can you describe what Scott and Kirby and Lanning and everybody did? To this day, they still don't believe that that they have a shot, but they know they know the love is real. And if they're tuning in right now, I'm 100% committed to the University of Georgia. Like, I don't feel like that is changing no time soon. And, man... Now, now Bear, it's funny, man. It's February, and I got to try to come up with shows that are going to rival this one later on in the year. I mean, we got people saying, "Love him." We're going to change his name to the Bear Dog when he arrives on campus. Um, forget about Lord, uh, listen to this, Lewis F. Gossett. This is a good one. Forget about loving him in the future. I love him right now. We'll smile every time I think about him coming to Georgia. Um, Man, there's so many guys. John Paul of video says, this young man is awesome. Chad Buchanan, exactly what we need. A real good and consistent, 
pass rush from the interior of the D-line. Hugh Nash says, I love your best memory was making someone else's game better. Uh, Jerry Swafford has given props to your teammates. Uh, Robert Reynolds. Robert's got a question for you. Uh, bull rush or use different moves? What's your favorite uh, pass rush weapon in your grab bag? I feel like it's everyone. It's, it's chop, pub, rip. Like, that'll work for me a thousand times over, no matter how I spin it. Uh, Javier Barnes wants to know, who would you say you model your game after? Mario Edwards, a guy that went to Denron and doing well for himself and played at FSU. And he does it. He does it as one of the best. Bear Steve Walden has a question. He wants to know, is there any other guys that are not committed yet or that you're, you're talking to that you would really like help bring with you to Georgia? Are there any guys out there that you want to work on that you want to play with? I mean, any kid, any kid that's willing to hunt and that's willing to do it at an elite level and that's willing to come to Georgia and win consistently, like, come on. I don't care who it is as long as you have a good heart and you're willing to pull it out on the line for these coaches and yourself and your family. Come on, come be a dog. Mm. Man, a uh, lot of people, a uh, lot of people uh, weighing in. Uh, Joel Moody wants to know, uh, does your high school have enough weights for you to max out on bench press or you just bench press a Volkswagen for real, for real? <laughs> you know, I pick up an old school Volkswagen if I have to, but yeah, we have a pretty good facility and it's more than enough space, a lot of weights and man, we have fun in that weight room every day. So, uh, Bear, there's a, there's a phrase, I don't, you'll come to learn it. Um, it's called DGD. Now, have you heard what that means yet? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, we got kids watching. So I'm going to say dang good dog. And that is basically the highest compliment a Georgia fan. Anybody that follows this program can give a player to call you a DGD. For instance, you know, Richard LeCount was a DGD. DeAndre Swift, Andrew Thomas, Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb. Herschel Walker, all those names. I mean, that's really the highest thing that the fan base can give you. And, like, we, we've we heard about we, – we, I keep seeing it on the feed right now, DGD. Um, I mean, it's all over this feed. They're already calling you. Very rare to see that when you're not even enrolled yet. Uh, David Valentine, love him now. What a class act. William Bruce, don't poke the bear. Um you know, uh, it's funny. How about this? We've never done this before, but as a way uh, to show Bear, you know, hey, thank you so much for being with us. But, like, let's see if you guys have liked anything this young man said right now or anything that he plans to bring to the University of Georgia. How about dropping a bear, the bear emoji, in the comment section? That's a way to say you like it. That's a way to say whatever. Because all I'm seeing is lots of bears here. Um, Kyle Hendricks says, uh, uh, awesome words. Can't wait to see you tear up and hunt to kill. Philip Overstreet says, very impressive young man. Uh, William Stanley Lee says, this dog is going to hunt. Travis McCullough says, hopefully he stays committed. Lewis, Lewis F. Gossett, he is a DGD right now. we got a lot of heck yeahs in here. Uh, Randy Payne wants to know if you know Tyree West yet. You know Big West out of Tifton? Man, Tyree West called me 
each and every other day. That kid, he's hungry. I can tell you that much. And we intend on coming in and doing our job and getting straight to business. Like Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt, those are two guys that the staff and Scott developed and are able to send those guys off and pursue their dream. But me and Tyree West intend on coming in and dominating. Is he a lot like you? He's a lot smaller, but he's a guy, he's a guy that'll get loose. And we'll do a lot of we'll do a lot of looping and me pressing a guy him you know how that goes. It's funny. Uh I've seen Tyree a lot, seen him practice. His coach told me a great story. He's like, he, he said, they believe in the ancient Chinese proverb as as you practice, you will play. So so West is out there Thursday, Wednesday. There's a there's a pass downfield. There's a screen. West is a guy running 30 yards downfield to put a hat on somebody. I mean, that's, 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 that's the kind of energy level he's got right there. Um, and that's ideally a guy like that you'd want to play with. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You mentioned Jordan Davis. Have you seen those chains? Because uh, Matthew Goodwin's got a point. He, he says, I can't wait till he puts on the chains after a huge stop. You know what I'm talking about? There's a, there's chains, you know, they call the Georgia's defense, the junkyard dogs and mm-hmm. like big Jordan will wear like those chains before a game. And it looks like something out of a wrestling match or something like that, man. But he's already wanting to get the chains on you about that. Um, bear. I'm sure a lot of folks are thinking and already asking, like they're going to get a bear Jersey one day. What number do you want to, you're going to try to wear in college? What number do you wear in high school? And then what number would you want to wear in college? So as y'all just mentioned, Jordan Davis chain. I would be, I would be fulfilling, I'll be fulfilling his shoes. So I'll be wearing number ninety nine. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> um, listen to this, man. Uh, <laughs> there, I, I think Bear. The only thing you can do now to make these people on this feed like you more is to say you can't wait to play Florida or you will enjoy playing Florida. Um. No, we have Clemson at the first game this year. I think if they're still scheduled when I get there, man, that's that's going to be a good one. Uh-huh. Hugh Nash says, man, listening to Bear, I'm about to go put on some eye black and tackle some random person. <laughs> nah, don't go do that, man. <laughs> Listen to this. Danny Bazemore. Man, this is fun. Danny Bazemore says, I can barely wait to see Bear on the field. And he spared. He spelled barely B E A R L Y. Um, that's a good one, Danny. Uh, <laughs> Robbie Pearson says, "I like, I love his use of the words like hungry, hunt, and put it all, all put it all on the line." Man, bear, there's so many bears on this feed right now, man. This is crazy. This is crazy. Um, but guys, uh, <laughs> listen to this one. This is an old Jay-Z song right here. He's like, I got 99 problems, and all of them can be solved by the bear. Look at that. Look at that. Jay-Z, man, black excellence. Yep. That's yep. a good one, man. Um, Reasonable Doubt, probably his best album. Uh, like that but one. But, yeah, that chain is is to significant. That, that chain that you guys mentioned earlier, it's a lot of meaning behind it. Yeah. 
What does that mean to you? It's a lot of meaning behind it. I think it's, I think they presented it as it's something that it's like you're carrying a burden and, man, uh, we'll get into it another time. I have to. I got to go. That, that you, yeah, it does mean something. They don't, they don't give it to anybody. I think uh, basically the best run stopping, the best guy on the defensive line, the anchor of the defense, that's the one who gets to wear that. It's, it's, it's almost like, you know, have you seen those highlights where someone gets the shoulder pads when they, they turn the ball over or they get a turnover or get a takeaway? Well, you got to start the game with the chain at Georgia because you've earned it. Um, and uh, – the meek may not, no need apply, but hey, hey, Bears, I, here's the hard part for me. I got to keep people entertained for another 20, 30 minutes on our show after this because you've just been amazing. You've been. Appreciate, I appreciate the fans, Jeff. I really appreciate you. Like, I feel like these people don't, don't know me at all, and I got an opportunity to, to present myself, and this is the true, authentic me, like. I've been, I anticipate on coming to Georgia and being a stand-up guy from day one. Wow. Wow. Folks, that is Big Bear Alexander. Going to be number 99. I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure fanatics and all those other online vendors are people buying those 99s right now after watching this. Big Bear, man. And that logo, man. Tune in to that logo. That would be – it's going to be – it's going to be – it's going to be great. Got a message for everybody out there? What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you got to say? I'm sure people have already said hi on social media. When you committed, what was that like? What was that outpouring of affection like? I bet you got 800 new followers at least. What was that like? Now, at that point, I felt like I had made it. Like I honestly can say it's a lot of kids back, back home that, that don't get that opportunity or don't – they don't get that right to say that uh, – that I'm committed to the University of Georgia or, you know, they don't get that fan base or that type of attention. And it's, man, to actually, to actually put that out there to the public is. Big Bear, what was you got some candidates here. I'm interested in your answer here. What would you say is the happiest day of your life so far? The happiest day of my life? Man, uh, the happiest day of my life. We talked about Disney, where it had to be Disney. Commend to the University of Georgia. And I think those two, those are the, are the biggest accomplishments. Wow. Wow. Uh, folks, do, do us this one solid. Uh, find him on Instagram. Can you tell everybody your handle on Instagram and tell everybody your handle on Twitter? Uh, we'll try and put uh, – because we want people to be able to connect with you. But uh, your handle on uh, Instagram is what? Is that is that the Big Bear or what is the handle there on Instagram? The famous, the famous Big Bear. And then on Twitter, I think it's just Bear Alexander. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, at Bear Alexander and then like the, the underscore – and uh, there you go. Big Bear, what do you think about that logo, man? That was pretty dope, right? Man, I have to credit. I have to credit. I have to credit the staff and the guys that took that time to sit behind that computer and put it together. And 
I'm sure it had to go go through a lot of different faces before it came to me. So I credit the whole Georgia staff and I'm thankful for them for making that logo. What went through your mind when you saw it? It fits me. <laughs> like the triangle of the bear with the little the little hair and the Georgia at the top of it and attack the day at the bottom and the Nike sign. Like when I seen that logo, man, it, it lit a fire. It lit a fire. Bear, so gracious with your time, man. I hope everybody's enjoyed it as much as I have. Uh, Bear, yes, amazing. Thanks for being on Before the Hedges. I can't wait to come out to Texas and cover a game for Denton Ryan and watch you uh, punish some poor, poor person's kids. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I get to do it legally, and yeah, I'm putting it'll be a lot of body bags. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but thank you, Jeff, man. I appreciate you guys and the fans, and I'm gonna get going. Thanks, Bear. Appreciate you guys. That go was... dogs. <laughs> there you go. That was the big bear, Alexander, leaving a parting shot of go dogs. Now we got to get to the rest of our show. Uh, wow. Big Bear Alexander, Before the Hedges, brought to you by Kroger. Speaking of Kroger, I'm going to call this the halftime of our show. Uh, man, great, great time there with Big Bear Alexander. Uh, I want you guys to take a minute and hear from those good folks at Kroger about what they got going on right now. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. All right, guys, we are back. Uh... Man, that was pretty cool, right? That was pretty cool. Before the Hedges, welcoming in uh, the everybody has enjoyed our program so far. Uh, this becomes a podcast afterward. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, the Apple podcast platform, SoundCloud. Uh, you know, but if, if you're listening on the podcast, folks, I, I, I wish you could have seen this young man's face, the way he smiled the energy, the charisma he had, uh, it, it can't be faked. It can't be imitated or duplicated. And that was the real thing. So uh, surely enjoy, certainly enjoy the chance to hang out with uh, Bear Alexander uh, on a Wednesday night before the hedges. Uh, <laughs> kind of like I kidded at, this is the part we have to continue on with our show uh, and try to replicate the entertainment value. A couple of things I want to bring to your attention. If you guys didn't see the story today, um, I thought it was time. I thought this was a good week to try and put my arms around everything going on with the class. Um, I wrote about five things that I think five storylines, which will shape, uh, the 2022 eventual class. I'll roll through them real fast. The first of those would be, um, kind of save the dates, March 13th. That's when uh, five-star running back Emmanuel Henderson will make his decision. March 15th is when five-star, five at least on rivals, <clears throat> Mikel Williams will make his decision. April the 4th is incoming up for Christian Miller. That kind of dovetails into, uh, you know, George's chances at getting Mikel Williams, Tyree West, who Barry Alexander already talked about. 
uh, and then Christian Miller, Mikel Williams. Those three would be the three top-rated defensive linemen in the state of Georgia for this cycle. Um, to put it into perspective, I think Kristen Miller is the number 164 overall recruit in the country. And if you go back and currently, like let's say all the magic happens and Georgia is somehow able to get commitments from West. They've already got um, Mikel Williams and then Christian Miller. And then you got to throw Barry Alexander in there as well. Well, Miller's ranking at 164. I want to put this into perspective for you. <clears throat> Georgia's only signed 10 guys, 10 defensive linemen total in six classes of Kirby Smart recruiting that were rated as high as Kristen Miller was or is right now. And if Georgia can potentially add Miller and Williams and West and Alexander, that's four defensive linemen that are already rarefied air for Georgia's D-line room. It's getting into the ways that, that Clemson has been recruiting across the defensive line for the last three or four cycles as well. That's how special it is. The other things I wanted to bring to mind are Georgia absolutely has to get damage dealers at wide receiver. To me, I think the biggest difference between Georgia's uh, success over the field the last four or five years and Alabama's success on the field the last four or five years has been the way Alabama has recruited, developed, and then weaponized their wide receiver talent on the field. Uh, Alabama has had almost a hit on every one of their receivers. Those guys have gone on to the first round or will go on to the first round. And I think the biggest difference between what Alabama has been able to accomplish the last three or four years and what Georgia hasn't been able to finish the deal on the last three or four years, I think it bodes down the wide receiver position, the difference between the two programs at the wide receiver position. And I think that's vital, critical, crucial Georgia, uh, well, look what Alabama did last year. They, they had three top 50 wideouts that they signed last year, four top 100 wideouts they signed last year. Folks, Georgia has only signed three top 50 wideouts total since Kirby Smart has been in Athens, and that has been some gangbuster recruiting. Uh, and that even, you even have to kind of get a little, a little trickeration on that number to throw Miko Hardman in there, throw Miko Hardman in there as an athlete who actually started out playing corner uh, but then became a wide receiver to get Georgia to three top 50 wide receivers. And I think that is, I mean, I think Georgia is going to be very specific and selective where they're bringing in those George Pickens, Marcus Rosamy, Jack Saints, Jermaine Burton's, Arian Smith type receivers. I think they absolutely have to find three or four guys just like that in this class. The last thing I'll bring up is uh, I think uh, Georgia has found some perfect timing in terms of how they've been able to, you know, the dead period has been awful. Nobody's been to visit for, nobody will be able to visit for 15 months, but eventually sometime this, this summer, crossing the fingers here, there will be visits again on campus. And when those recruits are allowed to return, it's kind of one of those, if you build it, they will come. Well, Georgia's already built it and they will come and they will see a Georgia with 165,000 new square foot facility I think I've, I've, I've itemized things on the balance sheet. Georgia has added almost $175 million worth of new facilities uh, since Kirby Smart has been at Georgia. That facelift for the program will be ideal timing when recruits are coming back on campus and want to see something and they want to know what they've missed and they will get to see a brand new amplified augmented Georgia. Folks, those are the five things that I kind of look at as the, the storylines right now, which will shape the Georgia 2020 recruiting cycle that are already kind of kicking around, coming down the track right now. Um, some news today to get to as well before we get to our top targets and some tweets I want to bring to your attention. Uh, I think the one thing I want to show you first um, 
is, uh, I don't know if we have a slide on this, but this was rankings week uh, across 24-7 sports and rivals this week. Uh, you saw a few things. Um, I'm just going to go alphabetical order about the things that kind of stuck out for me. Uh, cornerback Marcus Allen out of Walk Walton High School, uh, who is, uh, we wrote about him this week as well. Great young man, great family. Uh, he is now a three-star on the composite. Uh, interesting to see that after him being unrated on the, on the composite. The Big Bear, he's a five-star on Rivals. He's a top-five prospect on Rivals. But now with the 24-7 sports composite ranking and his ESPN ranking and that gumbo right there, he is now a top 100 recruit. I think he's number 87 overall in climbing. Um, Kojo Antwi, one of those damage dealers I think Georgia has to prioritize in this class out of Lambert High School. He's moved up to the nation's number 13 wide receiver and number 94 overall prospect. It's really Texas A&M, uh, Georgia, uh, and then Ohio State there for Kojo Antwi. Uh, and he's moved up probably about 100 spots. He was like a top 24, top 25 receiver. Uh, the priority tight end, Oscar Delp, is now the nation's number one tight end prospect. Prior to these re-rankings, he was the nation's number 10 tight end prospect. Um, he's now the number 87 player overall. Jake Pope is now a three-star. That's the talented safety out of Buford. He was also unrated. Um, the running back out of Mississippi, Branson Robinson. Uh, a couple things there for him. He is now the nation's number one running back on rivals. Uh, very good turn by that service right there. I think that is right on the money with Branson Robinson. Uh, he is also, those rankings, he got a boost from 24-7 sport, sports as well. He's now also a four-star running back on the composite. I think he's right around number 103 overall. 102 overall. Been telling you guys since December, January, watch that name. Uh, definitely, he was a three-star, definitely underrated. Uh, offensive lineman Quayshon Sapp is now a four-star. He was also unranked for a long time. Uh, Gunnar Stockton picked up his fifth star or regained it from rivals. That makes him now the highest-rated uh, Georgia commitment in this class on the 24-7 sports composite. Uh, and then Mikel Williams, a guy that we brought up early in our show a couple times, Rivals has now made him a five-star. I also think that was a great turn by Rivals, uh, recognizing that young man's game, uh, to say the least. Um, so there, that's a full full slate of that's kind of what's happening now in the newsy turn. Uh, got your top targets for this week. Uh, got some changes to these top targets. Obviously, the commitment of A.J. Johnson to LSU. Uh, means a name comes off the board. Uh, the new number 11, number 11 now is Brendan Thompson. That's the speedster out of Spearman, Texas. Super fast. That guy's running a 10.18. Uh, Oscar Delp uh, is now number 10. We mentioned him and his rankings boost he just got. Uh, Traquan Figgins, who was a terrific performer at the Myrtle Beach 7-on-7 seven seven, uh, qualifier, uh, pylon qualifier this weekend. He played very well. Traquan Fagans is number nine. Number eight, Jeremiah Alexander out of Alabaster, Alabama. He is now uh, uh, number eight. Number seven is Daniel Martin out of Marietta High School in Marietta, Georgia. I think he probably winds up as a uh, hybrid-type defensive athlete. Could be an outside linebacker. <clears throat> Could be a safety, especially in the box, especially in the red zone. <clears throat> number six, a name we mentioned earlier as well, the five-star Emmanuel Henderson. Adam Geneva County, he's a Bulldog. He's set to make his decision on March the 13th. Uh, the rankings have now dropped Henderson to the nation's number two running back on the composite. 
Uh, five-star, excuse me, four-star outside linebacker Jalen Walker out of Salisbury, North Carolina, who celebrates a birthday today. Uh, really interesting young man in the class. He's the one that wants to be an orthodontist. who's also a dunk contest champion. His dad is a college coach at Division II Catawba College in Salisbury. Um, Jalen, uh, somehow, he's one of those superhumans in North Carolina that was in the North Carolina High School State Basketball Playoffs while at the same time practicing for his first football game coming up on Friday, I believe, doing both sports at the same time. His basketball season is now over. Um, number four, this is definitely our biggest riser, especially after what Kojo Antwi did um, at Myrtle Beach at the 707s this past weekend for Hustle, Inc. Um, Kojo had, was ready to test out that hamstring that had been bothering him for the last month. He was special, guys. He was electric, um, made a lot of plays. Um, even when he didn't have that pure, incredible, ludicrous speed that he's known for on his junior film, he made a lot of tough catches. He worked himself open. He created separation with his route running. Um, that's why Kojo Antwi out of Lambert is um, the uh, number four on the top targets list this week. Number three, Branson Robinson also moving up. Branson Robinson is number three on the top targets list for this week. Number two is Mikel Williams. Again, we talked about that March 15th date there for Mikel Williams. And then number one, the number one top target on the list again, he's been that way for the perpetuity of this uh, list so far. That's the five-star athlete Malachi Starks of Jefferson, Georgia. Other big names to know I'm going to roll through. Uh, Jordan Lockdown Allen, uh, three-star. Uh, his top schools are coming on Friday. Love his game out of Louisiana. Marcus Allen, we mentioned him. Tyler Booker out of IMG Academy. Emory Floyd, uh, we're going to speak about him in a, in a, in a quick minute. Uh, Jacob Hood is the six foot eight offensive tackle out of Hillsborough in Nashville, Tennessee. Jordan James, everybody calls him Momo. You guys read that story this week on Dog Nation. Um, I'd look for him to get activated once the uh, uh, really ac active on the on the recruiting trail, make a bunch of visits once uh, recruits are allowed to get out in June. Um, really kind of one of those checks all boxes type of backs. Um, if you want to think for player comp, comps or parallels for him, I think Emmett Smith would be a good one for Jordan James, that type of guy that's really like an eight, seven to eight in almost all the categories. Addison Nichols, he's another guy to pay attention to. He's the Eagle Scout out of Greater Atlanta Christian. Uh, Sam Mbake out of Brookwood, another great receiver. Georgia must clean up with receivers in his class. Sean Murphy, an inside backer out of um, – Virginia, the Nylon Morissette, another teammate of Gunnar Stockton's, uh, Oscar Delt, Daniel Martin, Marquise Groves Killebrew, another hustling teammate, teammate there. I think Stockton to Georgia really changed the, the pace of the Nylon's recruiting, and really he's going to strongly consider Georgia right now because of it. We've written that story on dognation.com. Kristen Miller, the guy who won the Chuck Smith late-night get-off challenge, um, wore the crown, uh, again, said to make his decision on April the 4th. You guys read that story on dognation.com. Uh, Christian, Christian is a very uh, faith-based, driven young man. He comes from a Christian family. Um, he's going to uh, make his commitment on Easter Sunday on April the 4th uh, as a way to honor our risen Lord um, on the Resurrection Day. We mentioned Jake Pope earlier. Jake Pope will be interesting. Ohio State, Alabama, others have offered him. He is actually a Clemson legacy, but Clemson has yet to offer uh, Five-star safety Keon Sab. Now, I've been talking about him for a while now on this show. Keon Sab, pretty close to me in, in terms of one of those names that might be close to getting on that top 11 or if there was a top 12. 
uh, Sab would probably be on that list. Uh, Quayshon Sapp, Lee County, Leesburg, Georgia. I think we've got a tweet coming up of him eventually of Sapp uh, squatting 610 pounds. Then the last name on the list is another five-star that's kind of drifted on and off a couple of times uh, so far this cycle in the six, what, nine weeks so far we've been doing, seven weeks so far we've been doing top targets for the class of 2022. Um, I want to show you another slide, timelines. Again, March 13th, Emmanuel Henderson. March 15th, Mikel Williams. April the 4th, uh, four-star defensive tackle Christian Miller. May the 7th, three-star safety Emery Floyd. Uh, one other way to look at the class, and this is kind of updated. This was in that five things to know, five storylines that are going to really shape the Georgia 2022 recruiting class. You got one offensive commitment right now. That's Gunnar Stockton, seven defensive commitments, seven in-state, one out-of-state. You guys met the only uh, out-of-state commitment in this class. That was Big Bear Alexander. Such a good time with him earlier in our program. I uh, do appreciate all those bear emojis as well. That was a good moment there uh, on, on, for everybody here on Before the Hedges. Uh, there are two five-star commits. That's Dayon Bowie and Gunnar Stockton. There's, those are the only top 50 commits. Uh, the top 100 commits are Stockton, Dayon Bowie, Tyree West, Bear Alexander, and Marquise Groves Killebrew. Those are guys rated among the nation's top 100 overall prospects. Uh, then the top 150s, you add C.J. Washington to that list. And right now, all eight commitments in the class for Georgia's class, which ranks number three overall. Uh, those guys are all located within the SEC footprint. Uh, busy show. Now I got a few things I want to show you guys. Uh, this is kind of the uh, Brandon Adams uh, sponsored memorial uh, tribute part of our show. He loves that online chatter. Everybody loves themselves some online chatter. Uh these are the things that we saw over the last few weeks, over the last week since our last show that really stood out to us. I mean, we've got a lot of, you know, tweets. We wanted to show you Bear Alexander, you know, there's a workout here. Uh, I, know, I think, I don't know if we showed this during an interview, but we were, Bear actually tweeted out the Georgia workout clip from June of 2019 when he was in the car all day long and hopped out and started working out for uh, Coach Scott. You can see that clip right there. You see uh, the boss moves edit there for Bear Alexander. A lot of things right there. Uh, a lot of different edits with Bear Alexander. Um, a lot of cool tweets. There's a lot of them that stick out. There's the logos. There's his commitment tweet. You see the Bear logo that he was talking about. He gave a lot of credit to. Did you guys hear that part of the of the interview where he said uh, that the Georgia coach still don't the Georgia coaches still don't think they have a shot. Uh, they're still recruiting him like they're, they're wondering if they do have a shot or if they will be able to hold on to him. And then he, Barry Alexander basically just spoke from the heart. Like how he said, like, I like how he said that this is me. This is real. This is who I am. You guys are getting to see that. Uh, he spoke with conviction about how much he wanted to be a bulldog, how much that those chains uh, meant to him following in the legacy of Jordan Davis. Um, just very um, charismatic, very confident, uh, very believable, very likable young man. Uh, but as we're on the online chatter, I want to show you, and everybody tries to over-sizzle and oversell. I'm going to show you this right now. I'm going to show you right now this um, uh, tweet. It's from Emory Floyd, who's on the names to know. He's one of the fastest young men in the country. He can run a 4-4-0-40, uh, 21. Uh, he's like 22-21. Smoking fast time in the 200. 
I think this is one of the best edits I've ever seen. Obviously, it pays edit, pays homage in the edit to Emory Floyd's family. His family's uh, roots are in Jamaica. Uh, they've they've done a bunch of a couple of edits so far that really um, are meaningful to uh, Emory Floyd in certain ways. But look at this one; it's beautiful. Uh, again, what the Georgia – I said this on Twitter earlier this week. What the Georgia digital team has been able to do – you heard about the logos from Big Bear Alexander. Um, what they've been able to do this whole cycle with guys who maybe even haven't even visited yet, they're still creating edits without the photos. They're still creating great content that uh, the recruits can share, uh, that catch their eyes, and they're such a big part of the recruiting process. Another one of those – look at this one from Donovan Westmoreland. Look at this one. you got the state map back there. Uh, Donovan Westmoreland, I don't think he's ever visited Georgia as a, as a recruit. Uh, he committed earlier this year. He actually picked up his fourth star um, uh, from 24-7 Sports today. He became a four-star. He's still a three-star on the composite, though. But, um, you know, normally we go through the, the commitments. Uh, we, we got it's such a packed show. Uh, we're going to bypass the commitments right now. But I wanted to show you that about Donovan Lee, another great edit. Uh, look at this, at, this, this tweet here. This was from today. 610 pounds from Quayshon Sapp. That's the offensive line target out of Lee County in Lee, Georgia. Quayshon's really connected to those South Georgia guys like Mikel Williams and uh, Tyree West. Uh, Quayshon, look at him, 610 pounds on the squat rack. It's a lot of weight, folks. He is moving that weight. He's pushing that weight. Quayshon Sapp, he's a very versatile offensive lineman. I think he could be a guard or center, an interior lineman for Georgia. Uh, he's about to drop his top eight this week as well. Look at this tweet here from Marcus Allen. Everybody remembers that name. Marcus Allen was probably my favorite football player growing up in the NFL. The great, talented tailback out of USC and then the Oakland Raiders, excuse me, the Los Angeles Raiders. He never played in Oakland. And then the Kansas City Chiefs. Look at this uh, community service that Marcus Allen is doing. Uh, you'd love to see that out of a, out of a very talented stock way up cornerback uh, like Marcus Allen. A uh, couple other things I want to show you. Uh, you got to see this one out of Pierce Sperling III. Now, Pierce is a dynamite and a diehard Georgia commitment in the 2023 cycle. But I want to show you this edit here from uh, – not edit, but it's a tweet. He was offered in basketball. He's about six six and a half, almost six seven. Uh, kind of a double-double machine, uh, high flyer, dunks a lot, abuses the rim. Anyway, he picked up an offer from Penn State to play basketball, not football, basketball. Uh, and you're seeing this a lot with LT Overton, which I think LT Overton on Milton High. I could probably do a show about him one day. I think he's probably the best overall football prospect in the state of Georgia. He is just a 2023 recruit as well. He's picked he's picked up those dual scholarship offers. And of course, they're going to offer him only one scholarship, but that means the chance to play both. Ohio State has offered him that. Uh, North Carolina has offered him that. He was second team all region at Milton High uh, this past year on the hardwood in basketball. Very bright future there. And, and you see a little bit of a Vogue thing that's happening right now with uh, a lot of these uh, supreme athletes uh, in the 2023 cycle that play two sports while well, they're being offered uh, scholarships in both. And again, you can only get one scholarship. Um, those will most likely go to the, they will be tagged to the football program. But really what that's saying is you have the ability to play both sports. And uh, I have also learned that Pierce Sperling also has the ability to play both sports at Georgia as well. So maybe Pierce Sperling one day might give Tom Crean's Bulldogs a boost as well. Uh, two more. I want to show you this clip here from Kojo Antwi. 
he was playing for Hustle Inc. this uh, past weekend in Myrtle Beach. Hustle Inc. finished 17, finished, excuse me, finished second in the 18 and under division. Uh, really elite uh, ball players, really elite seven on seven stuff there. Gunnar Stockton was the quarterback, did very well, squeezing the ball into tight windows. But look at Kojo and Twee here, right here. This is a tweet from EJ Holland. He covers Michigan for rivals.com. But look at him go up and get that ball right there. Uh, strong hands, obviously, good red zone weapon, good red zone target. Very intriguing for Georgia fans to see uh, Antwi and guys like uh, Oscar Delp and Antwi and Denylon Morissette already building on that great chemistry uh, they have with Gunnar Stockton. Um, Antwi was a guy that told me very clearly, you saw this interview with Antwi a couple weeks back on Before the Hedges, uh, how he very clearly enunciated and articulated very well how much Gunnar Stockton choosing Georgia um, kind of monkey wrenched or kind of amplified George's chances uh, in terms of recruiting him. And finally, the, the commitment over the last week, I, this is such a big, bad, uh, big bear type show. I can't believe I'm getting to that part of our, the, the Quavius story uh, out of Graceville, Florida. This is the cousin of Xavier Sori Jr., the five-star linebacker in the 2021 class. He commits to Georgia. He's a class of 2023 receiver, about 6'2", 185. I think he had 14 touchdowns last year for Graceville, Florida. That is a very small town in northern Florida, very close to the state line of Alabama, very close actually to where uh, Emmanuel Henderson plays for Geneva County as well. Um, the Quavius story is now, I think, the third commitment in the 2023 class. Uh, Georgia had lost Trayon Webb recently, the, uh, the incredible American uh, running back out of uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, now, DeQuavia Sori becomes the uh, third commitment in the 2023 class. And Sori basically told me it was like family. He can't wait to get up there to Georgia. He's hearing great things about from his cousin about what it's like there to be a Georgia Bulldog. And he wants to join up and be a Bulldog already. Uh, DeQuavia Sori, uh, I hope you guys uh, have enjoyed this constant flow of information. You know, somebody told me, and we always have these people uh, that, that – the, the, I call them suggestion box readers, and that's what it is. But they were like, you, they, they told me that we don't have enough information in our shows. Like, we don't feel like we, we, we're giving you guys enough information for the show. Like, we, we, we have, we, they want to they see us use our time more. Well, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to give you guys more information for, you know, you guys are in the car, you're stuck in traffic, and you want to get a quick, uh, you want to get a quick catch up with all things Georgia football recruiting. Well, we try to want we want to try to the best of our ability to make before the hedges uh, that place to be. Whew. All right, I got time. I always got time for questions. I'm going to take some laps around both YouTube and Facebook. If you guys have hung around for this long, I certainly appreciate. If you guys have appreciate that. If you guys have a question, uh, drop it right now in both the, uh, in either the Facebook or the YouTube comments, and we'll see what we have in store for all you guys. Still, still psyched about that, about that Big Bear interview, man. That was a great, great chance. Uh, great chance to have him on our show. We've been working on him and trying to get him as a part of our show. And, man, Bear, the Big Bear was so worth the wait. And I, I certainly appreciated the chance to um, hook up with him and talk to him and get to give you guys a chance to see what I've already learned for, for quite some time now about um, exactly the type of young man that uh, – Georgia's getting in Big Bear Alexander. You know, we've had – I got a question for you guys. Now, we've had some good interviews here. Like, I think about the last class, I think about Javon Bullard. 
I think about uh, Jared Wilson. Uh, I think about Brock Bowers. Uh, so many good guys in the in the in the 2021 class that we got to have on this program and talk to them. Uh, man, that Big Bear interview was was. was I mean that, that that that's that was something that um, you know it feels like it's it's supposed to be my work, it's supposed to be my job, but that was a whole lot of fun to get the chance to talk to him. Noah Sheldon uh, says, uh, yeah, he makes a comment that Georgia needs Marcus Allen, the cornerback. Uh, Frederick Meredith says, I expect George Big Bear to be a day one starter if he enrolls early and can grasp Muschamp scheme. Frederick Meredith is already calling it Muschamp scheme. Uh, yes, he expects Lanning to depart for a head coach opportunity after this season and for Muschamp to take over. Uh, Noah, you want to learn about Samuel Mbake? Uh, Noah's giving voice analysis. Man, thanks, man. I, anytime I can get in a in a voice sentence with, uh, with Brandon Adams, that is, uh, that's pretty stinking cool. Uh, Noah Sheldon also goes, um, Branson Robinson is such a cool name. Uh, Jojo bugs is really enjoying the, uh, uh, Wednesday night. Hope you guys are having a good one. Uh, Bama boy is about to watch some basketball against Arkansas. Uh, Danny Blackman is saying hello to everybody. I got a lot of things going on. Uh, everybody's saying good night. Yeah, I know, guys. This has been a long show, long program. Uh, we tried to deliver the goods uh, for everybody as well. Uh, Facebook, you guys have anything else? Uh, Hugh Nash says uh, uh, Bear is special. Uh, Kyle Fold says, I hear on 24-7 Sports Recruiting Show that Georgia is really in it for Shamar Stewart. Yeah, I do think Georgia's in it for Shamar Stewart. It's just very tough. He's out in Florida. Landing has done a really good job recruiting Stewart so far. Um, Junior Baker, how are you, man? I tell you what, uh, the, thing with, the thing with Robinson to watch for is – now the whole George has been recruiting him hard for a long time, but I think the Robinson to watch for is like how many, and, and folks, I'm going to tell you, Branson Robinson, they're, they're Nick, Nick, Nick Chubb type buys to this game. I've been saying this for a lot of, I've been saying this for a lot of times about him. That's what he reminds me. You see him on film uh, junior. I, I think the thing now is what, what's the way to say this is all the shine is really now on Branson Robinson. Now he's getting lit up by everybody. I'm, you know, I'm sure the Alabama, Ohio state, uh, every offer in the world is going to come his way. And I think the big thing out in Mississippi will be how can Georgia um, retain his interest? How can Georgia win the race? Uh, the one thing about Robinson, you know, he's going to, he's not going to, he's not planning to make his decision anytime soon. And he's going to take that thing a long way. Uh, so, but I mean, the guy, you, you want to talk about weights. I think he, I think I remember him squatting 500 pounds before his junior year. He runs for like 1,300 yards and 19 touchdowns in eight games out in Mississippi. Um, really cool to, to check in on it and see what, how things are going to go there with Branson Robinson, who I think is uh, as good as any running back I will, we will ever see in any class. Uh, that's, yeah, that's how good he is, Branson Robinson. Um, people are going to wonder about, you know, hey, what's he doing? How fast is he? Uh, what type of competition is he going up against in Mississippi? Uh, but for me, my personal evaluation here is I think Branson Robinson checks all the boxes, um, especially all the boxes you'd want to see with the way the University of Georgia has historically recruited elite running back talent. Uh, 
Junior, I've got a great picture of you from the last time I got to see you. I'm going to try and flip that to you as well. Uh, always good seeing your uh, smiling face and that signature hat of yours uh, out and about. Uh, to Neil uh, Calvino, how are you? Henry Carter, how are you? Uh, uh, Tennille, I almost, I almost see your name. And I think of that, uh, uh, city near Sandersville, Georgia. That's where, uh, most of the Washington County Golden Hawks came from, uh, Tennille, uh, in middle Georgia, you know, Hugh Nash. Uh, I agree with you, man. I agree with everything you say there. Very special. The kind of young man you not only want on your field, but in your locker room, great things will follow him. Mm. Guys, so much enjoyed tonight. Uh, one of those before the hedges uh, that it will stick with me for quite some time. Bear Alexander, the big bear, going to wear number ninety nine. I don't even know if that's out yet. Number ninety nine. So anybody that wants to bear, that wants to get a Jordan Davis jersey and want to for their kids or for themselves or for their wife, uh, Joel Moody. I see your wife has a, bir a birthday today. Uh, shout out to you guys and you guys for watching us for so long here on Wednesday nights. But that number ninety nine jersey is going to have some staying power at Georgia with. Um, Bear Alexander feeling honored to wear number 99 when he gets to Athens. And that number nine will certainly open up after this season with Jordan Davis. Uh, was really cool hearing how he felt about that number and he felt about the, the chains that the Georgia uh, defensive tackles and the Georgia elite lineman, uh, the one Georgia elite lineman, kind of the alpha of the line, uh, gets to wear before big games or any games. Uh, that would mean that the number 99 is going to be in. Very, very good hands for the foreseeable future. Uh, speaking of the foreseeable future, uh, you're going to see us each and every week on Wednesday nights. We've been doing this for over five years on dognation.com. I'm the intrepid reporter host, uh, Jeff Sintel. Certainly enjoyed hanging with everybody tonight. And again, big thanks to Kroger. You guys, uh, go visit your local Kroger's because Kroger is a guy that makes all these nights like this possible. We're just hanging out, talking Georgia football, talking Georgia recruiting. It is my pleasure, once again, to uh, be the point guard for all things, all this good talk on Georgia football recruiting for another night, another Wednesday night here before the Hedges on Dog Nation. Um, hope everybody has a great week. I'll see everybody again real soon. I'll be writing, be busy writing this week, of course, on dognation.com. You guys have yourself a great night, and we'll see everybody again on the pages of dognation.com. Let's go, I'm a bulldog, so Georgia who I'm picking, I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business, education is important, trying to reach the next level, I want the best in life, I never settle.